You know, cleaning your guns is every bit as important as having them in the first place. Kind of important uh, part of that process. If you've ever done it, you know it can be a messy job and the gun doesn't always get as clean as you'd like it to be. You got the standard patches, which don't make good contact with the inside of the barrel. You've got things like a boar snake, which are woven nylon ropes that don't do a great job either. I want to tell you about a different way to clean your guns, a better way. It's called Barrel Buddy. It's a 3D cylinder made of polymers that don't leave behind residual particles. No mess, no mess, no mess. Believe me, my wife, anytime, there's always a mess. Little things, she would like the Barrel Buddy. Uh, No matter what's going on with your gun, you got to get it clean, and you don't want to make a mess around your house or wherever you're cleaning your your gun. Uh, The best part, of course, Barrel Buddy is made entirely in the United States by a company that shares your values And in this parallel economy that we are building, those are some pretty major points in its favor. If you're serious about taking good care of your guns, Barrel Buddy is the way to go. BarrelBuddy.com. BarrelBuddy.com. Check it out now. It's BarrelBuddy.com. Coming back with more of the radio show here in just a second. Some brilliance from President Joe Biden yesterday. Uh, we will share some of that. Um, and what he says is is necessary to get peace in the Middle East. Uh, we'll get into that coming up in one minute. Most of the time, the pain that we live with, especially as we get a little older, comes from inflammation in our joints. We can start out small, slowly build over time. Or sometimes it can just come on suddenly and be something that we have to deal with from then onward. Millions and millions of Americans deal with pain each and every day. If you're one of them, have you thought, like, maybe I've tried everything? Well, there is another way. It's called Relief Factor, and it is a daily supplement that helps your body fight the pain. It's 100% drug-free. It was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back guarantee. So give it a shot. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It's 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Or go to ReliefFactor.com. When you feel the difference, you know it works. ReliefFactor.com. All right. So what is the key? What is the solution uh, to the situation in the Middle East with Israel and and Palestine? And how do you fix it? Stu just made the great point a few minutes ago that uh, it it seems almost impossible at this point, doesn't it? I mean, it seems really almost impossible. I mean, it's not exactly unless we have a miracle. Yeah. It's not exactly an innovative take, I suppose, no, to say we are screwed over there. But yeah. it, when you look at the numbers, it's worse than you think it is. 
75% supported the October 7th attacks in Palestine. That's crazy. Uh, know, That's crazy. That's again, three quarters of Palestinians. I shouldn't say in Palestine. I should say the Palestinians. Um, but still, it's a mm-hmm. ridiculous, ridiculous thing. And, I, you know, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, you would not find mm-hmm. 75% of uh, Israelis that would support the murder of innocent civilians in their homes and no. live streaming their deaths to their families. No. Like, you You'd find hopefully 0%. But what you find is that the hatred for the Jews starts really early in the Palestinian territories. They have children's shows that teach it. They mm-hmm. Their parents teach it. I mean, there was just a, an interview with a bunch of Palestinian kids the other day, and they were all talking about hatred, hatred for the Jews and how they want to grow up and kill Jews and go to war with Israel and all of these things. I mean, it starts really early they did don't you, have a chance did you play the clip on pat gray unleashed your program uh, a few weeks ago which was a recorded phone call at, of Octo- Oct- at october 7th oh yeah from the from the terrorist from yeah. the palestinian yeah who, who was killed israelis calling his parents and being like yeah and he was really like, proud you know i made the baseball team is what it sounded like yeah. but it was instead i killed yeah. 10 jews with my own hands tell mom i, I killed them with my own hands i, I mean it it was like he was celebrating some mm-hmm. little league achievement, and the parents were celebrating with him. Yep, all on board. I, I don't know. I don't know how you overcome that, uh, unless except with a miracle. Yeah, really. I mean, you could do what you can do militarily. You can do what you can mm-hmm. do with polit- politics and pressure, and you can make the situation better, and you could protect yourself certainly better than Israel. Did. I mean, that, there still hasn't come a time where really we've looked at how this could have occurred how they could have missed this with their intelligence i mean it's a huge part of the story that needs to develop over the next few years but uh, you know you can do a lot better to protect your citizens than israel apparently was doing but i don't know how you solve it there's certainly not a a happy two-state solution Mm. that you can see developing out of this and you know honestly it let's be honest about it. the two-state solution thing died october 7th it's over yeah. Whatever I, efforts to I, me. I think it probably is. Yeah. I, it, and it was over before that, really. Yes. In reality. But this probably put the final nail in the coffin of the two-state solution. And yet, our president, Joe Biden, cut 12, talking about it yesterday. Yesterday. I made it clear <laughs> to the Israelis. <laughs> to Bibi and to his war cabinet. <laughs> but I think the only ultimate answer here. Two-state solution. Stop Two states, it. Uh, Jeez. we got to get to the point where there is an ability yeah. to be able to even talk <sighs> without worrying about whether or not we're just dealing with, uh, they're dealing with Hamas that's going to engage in the same activities they did. Pause it for a second. Do you get the impression that eventually his voice will just start? Gone. Yeah, it just and then until it's just gone. It's just... He just so trails bad. off on so every bad. sentence. This is such an embarrassment. You know, uh, you uh, go home. Go, <laughs> go home. home and convalesce go in your to, last in your remaining years. Go home is go one home. piece of advice. Go to a home is the actual piece of advice he needs. Yeah, yes. Go, it's, it's yes. look, you had a long run. You, you did. Were, you've you been, been in federal in, government since like 1978. 72. 72. 72. Yeah, 51 years. 52 in the years. Senate, right? 50, almost 52. And what was he before the Senate? Was he a congressman before the Senate? I don't remember. It's I, I don't remember ancient history like that. Yeah. Uh, but Jeez. this is, you know, he's been in the Senate from before when I was born. 
He's been in the Senate and in the federal government longer than I have been alive. <laughs> and I'm not young. I, I, like, I, I'm not 20. I'm right. 47, I think. <laughs> I have to do uh-huh. the math on that, but I think I'm 47. Mm-hmm. 47 years old. He's been there before I was born. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incre- he, incredible. He was, he's been in, he was in the Senate before my parents were married. Yeah. Yeah. My mom. Gosh, thinking back to this, because my mom, my you know, there was a time when people got married pretty young, mm-hmm. and this still happens in certain areas of the country. Uh, but my mom got married at seventeen, I think. So I, mm. th- I, if I'm putting the math together right, I think my mom was fifteen years old. My mom was fifteen years old when Joe Biden got into the Senate. Jeez, that is insanity. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's incredible, and like yet here there, we there are. There needs to be term limits. Okay, I think that's that's the ultimate uh, I mean, end yes. point of this discussion is we have to be. I used to always subscribe to the theory that we do have term limits. It's called an election, an election, right? Vote it. But that just hasn't worked out that way. And so let's do term limit. You got term limits for the president. It should be yeah. you can spend twelve years in in Congress. Period. Twelve years if you're a senator. So that's two terms. You get six terms if you're a congressman. Uh, that's twelve years. Yeah, I and think, then you get out. Um, and now, you get out. The only somewhat serious effort at this in the in relatively recent history was done by Jim Dement, the former uh, uh, South Carolina uh, senator, and he tried uh-huh. to get a constitutional amendment through with this. And I believe, if I remember right, the way he proposed it was up to I think it was three terms in Congress and two terms in the Senate. So you could get both, okay. and you'd be there for eighteen so, years, which would be a lot. Um, now, of course, after that, you could run for president. Mm. You could be a governor. You could do all sorts of other things. But the maximum, when it comes to the actual federal government, three terms in the House, two terms in the Senate. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty yeah. of time. That's 18 years. You should not be there more than 18 years. And that got 26 votes in the Senate, by the way. I just want to make sure people understand that. 26. Yeah, they don't want that. Why would they, they want don't it? want that. It's their gig. Yeah, they want to be there forever, <clears throat> and it's embarrassing. I mean, we talk about this often on Packer Unleashed. There, there should be term limits, and you should get them out of Washington and make them legislate from their own district. Mm. They, they have to have an office in their district, and they all do anyway. But that's where you have to legislate from, so that you are within reach of your constituents every single day. Mm-hmm. They can come in and talk. Not the, not the K Street lobbyists. They're not the ones who have access to you every day. It's your constituents. That would change everything. You can come into town for the Christmas party. Yeah. One maybe. time one time a year. Maybe. Everything on else your can own be di- done on, on your internet. own dime. To be clear, on your own yeah, dime. Yeah, on your own you dime. You fly in. Yes. Uh, and I assume most of the people on the left would walk in because of global warming. Uh, you get into <laughs> Washington. You have a nice Christmas party. Yeah. Uh, it it yeah. happens at Applebee's. You're nothing big. And I want to know no fancy hotels. You, you, Applebee's okay. got a nice mm-hmm. bar area. Mm-hmm. You go in there. You get... Uh, I what don't about know, TGI Fridays? You, you want to go Fridays? You can do it. Yeah. You, want to, uh, you know what? You want an mm-hmm. awesome uh, blossom from Chili's? You can get it there. <laughs> okay. A little onion strings thing. That'll yeah. be great. You'll love it. Uh-huh. It'll be delicious. And then you get the <laughs> hell out of that city again. <laughs> and get right back to your own district. Yep. With your own people. It would fix everything. I really do. I believe would that go a strongly. long way. Yeah, I, it would. Same thing with term limits. I mean, it really term would. Term limits and, and that. Man. That's one of those things that's not particularly. It, first of all, I will say it's overwhelmingly popular. One of the most popular 
policy proposals with the American in people? our public discourse. Yes. Just not with the elected officials. The elected officials They'll hate never it, do it. But we're talking about 80 plus percent support from and both sides of the aisle. We need them to do our bidding, not theirs. Yep. We, we need to make that known to them. Look, you, you've got to pass term limits. Yeah. You have to. This is absolutely a piece of what they talked about at our founding when they said, I think it was Franklin who certainly talked about this, but others did as well. That if once the American people found, find out, hey, well, or, you know, we can just, once the politicians find out, oh, well, we can just give stuff and that'll buy us votes and we can stay here forever. And that, that cycle keeps playing out. Once mm-hmm. they figured that out, we're going to have some real problems. And that's where we are. And that's where we are. And this... And term limits is part of that. Like, it's a way to push back against that uh, that very yeah. early worry. I hate that that's necessary, though. It shouldn't It shouldn't be necessary. Yeah. It, when well, somebody's been there too long, vote them out! Right. But we just don't do that. We don't do it, and, and it goes again to go to Franklin um, <laughs> and a republic if you can keep it, right? Yeah. His point right. was, hey, this is a great system if people are engaged and pay attention and are smart yes. and religious and all of these other qualifications, moral, mm-hmm. moral people. Yep. What we found now is, first of all, obviously, we played the TikTok videos for you earlier. There's not a lot of moral people left, but there's certainly not a lot of people in who are also engaged and paying attention. You know, I, I always bring, I always think, go back to a formative part of my childhood, which was watching MTV and hearing every year them going on and saying, rock the vote. And it's like, well, rock the vote is, <laughs> is a stupid idea, right? <laughs> like getting people who otherwise wouldn't have no interest in voting to vote is not an accomplishment. It's something that hurts your society. When you get a bunch of people who spend approximately one minute watching MTV thinking about politics per year and turn that into a vote that cancels out someone who's been thinking about it every day and it's one of the most important things of their lives. But it was perfect for Democrats. It was perfect for them. It's their whole governing philosophy. Get a lot of dumb people who don't pay attention to vote for us. Hey, we'll even pick you up in a bus and take you to the poll and then bring you back and we'll feed you lunch and we'll give you money and whatever else. That's the old school. Now let's just mail the ballots to their house, even if they don't ask for them. Right. People always talk about the election. We'll come pick up your ballot and we'll put it in a drop box. How about that one, too? People talk about all the shenanigans going on, but like that is really the key to that election is like one when you have a bunch of people who are sitting at home and would have absolutely no chance that they would take the initiative to vote because they don't care about it they don't think about it for a second but when you get a thing in the ballot in the mail you're just like eh, i guess i'll just check this and put it back in the mail right <laughs> yep. like i might as well take that one second it's already here that's not an accomplishment it's not good for society the idea that your voting percentage goes up because you're essentially assaulting people at their homes with ballots is not impressive Last week, we talked about the guy who did the meme about Hillary Clinton that you just text a certain, you, you text Hillary to a number, right? And that was your vote. <laughs> yes. If you're, again, if you're that stupid, you shouldn't vote. If you're so mm-hmm. stupid, you haven't paid attention to any of the election or anybody's policies or anything about the election. And then MTV just says, hey, rock, rock the, the vote. vote. Rock it. Woo. Hey, that's here's a, bad, a celebrity. You know that musician you that's like? That's a bad thing. He's telling you to do it. You should do it. Very bad thing. You're dumb if you it's do It's killing that. the country. And it does. It, it, it's it, killing the country. The point is having an engaged populace. And you can yeah. have an engaged populace with mediocre voter turnout. 
If you have a forty-seven percent right. voter turnout, people are like, "Oh gosh, that's terrible." Not if but everybody if that knows what they're doing. Is actually are people who are thinking about these things and are engaged in our system. Right. There's nothing wrong with that per right. se. You'd like that number to be higher, if but only if people are engaged. Raising that number to seventy percent with a bunch of idiots is not solving any problems. No, it's creating. If, them. if you're watching nonstop Kardashians. And you haven't thought about any of these issues at all. It's okay to not rock any vote. Mm -hmm. Just stay home and (laughs) watch more Kardashians. That's okay. (laughs) And that includes, like, you may very well be a conservative. I don't know. Uh There's probably not a lot of conservative Kardashians fans necessarily percentage-wise. But, like, Uh if you, look, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Like, if I wouldn't go to to Glenn Beck and be like, Glenn. How come you haven't voted for the NFL MVP yet? Why aren't you voting? <laughs> rock the vote, Glenn. He shouldn't rock the vote. He doesn't know anything example. about it. Right. Right? Yep, he, he doesn't follow the sport. I mean, he does a little bit more now, I suppose. Lately, he's been talking Very about little, it, which is, makes me uncomfortable. Bit. But like, if you, you don't vote for the defensive rookie of the year if you're Glenn Beck. You don't even know any of the players. <laughs> it doesn't make you less of a person. It's not your interest. That's okay. Yeah. You don't need to be engaged with our voting system if you don't pay attention. Now, that doesn't mean we give up on you and your civic duty, but start paying attention first. I always say this, learn, then vote. The order is important. Wait, you have I'm to, supposed to vote, and then I go learn about no, who I just voted for? No. Is that what you're saying? You learn. I learn. Then, then I vote. I vote. We made t-shirts of oh, this wow. a while ago. Learnthenvote.com. <laughs> so I think it's uh, they're still up there. That's studosmerch.com if you want to go uh, pick one up and wear it to the polls. Because it's important to do it in that order. You can't reverse it. You can't do other things and then vote. Learn, <laughs> understand what you're doing, then yes. vote. It's like if you're a mechanic, learn how to fix the car, then work at Midas. That's really important in almost all walks of life. Like for these TikTok morons, yeah. learn one thing about the Palestinian-Israeli thing, yeah. then do your dumb TikTok learn, video. then post. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you don't need to post before you learn. Right. No one needs that. Yeah, exactly. Learn first, then post, then vote, then protest. You yeah. know, if you're if you're going to be one of these protesters that goes out in the streets and say, "Hey, you know how we really love decapitating Jews or whatever they're protesting for these days," <laughs> learn about the conflict a little bit before That'd you be go nice. out there and make an idiot That'd of be yourself. Nice. More coming up in one minute. Ah, oh, jeez. All right. Thanksgiving is less than a week away, which means the best GenuCell sale of the year. And just in time for the holidays, the GenuCell most popular package is back for you to look stunning for your Thanksgiving gatherings. With the brand new GenuCell 3 included in your most popular package, you're going to look 10, 15, 20 years younger, guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. And you might say, well, that seems like a big claim. How are they going to live up to that? Well, give it a shot. It's guaranteed. So if you don't like it, return it. Get your money back. Um, Sam, uh, Sunny from Rockford, Illinois says, I'll give Genucell five stars because the products do exactly what they promise to do. This is one of their thousands of five-star reviews. The Genucell experience is like no other, uh, no other, but don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. Genucell.com slash Beck. You get an incredible holiday discount, better than 70% off on Genucell's most popular package with the Genucell 3 and the Dark Spot Corrector. Plus, with results for in 12 hours or less, you get the immediate effects going on. That is included free. Uh, go to genucell.com slash Beck, genucell.com slash Beck. Get a free upgrade to priority shipping at checkout. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID.
It's Pat and Stufer Glenn, whose uh, voice is still recovering. Hopefully, he'll be back on on Monday. Uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I'm sure. Uh, we got a little pulled off course there with uh, <laughs> with the aged uh, Joe Biden. But we what did. he was what he was saying was that he supports the two-state solution in the midst of all of this. I can't believe that they're doing this to the Israelis. That in the midst of being attacked and 1,400 people slaughtered, including babies, decapitated babies, women, young women who were raped and paraded through the streets and beaten after they were dead and, and then decapitated. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just such horrors that you can't even conceive of it. I don't even like to hear the descriptions because it's so incredibly disturbing in the midst of all of that as they're trying to clean out that rat's nest that is the Gaza Strip with Hamas. They're being hammered here to do the to, to consider the two-state solution. And you know right now that's the last thing on their mind is a two-state solution. They don't want any part of a two-state solution because neither do the Palestinians and that's been the problem from the beginning. They sure. don't want it. You know, the word solution is false in that statement. It's not mm-hmm. a two-state solution. It's just, it's something that they just say because it feels better. It seems like it's, and look, it could But have been, you ever heard that from them? I've never heard it from the Palestinians. No, they don't want a two-state solution. No, they I've want no Israel. It. Right. And they keep saying it over and over again. Uh, by the way, the other thing they don't seem to want is a ceasefire. Yeah, right. Y- y- it's y- American uh, it, millennials that are screaming for that. Yeah. Is anyone bothered to ask Hamas about this? Is, <laughs> yeah, anyone, right. Hey, hey, Hamas, do you guys want to cease fire? Because you keep firing rockets. You keep advocating for the murder of Jews. Do you want the firing to cease? We I don't should, think they do. We should, we should play the Israeli skit that they did on... Uh, it, it was making fun of the BBC. And uh, it's it's really pretty funny. Maybe we'll get to that in a minute. But... Yeah, the two-state solution is good for Hamas because that allows them to rearm and uh, and take a breath, and it, it makes the Israelis lose their momentum. It's like in a football game when you've got the momentum. The last thing you want is somebody injured on the field where it takes them 15 minutes to get them off the field or where they're looking at a video for 15 minutes on the side of the field trying to figure out, you know what the whether the call was right or wrong and then a lot of times you see him come back and now the team's flat because you stopped the momentum mm. i don't want that going on with in this case israel needs to wipe out hamas i think that's their goal i don't know that they'll accomplish it because the world is completely against them now the world just wants the ceasefire they want them to stop it's also hard to do it is hard but to do. they should do yeah. make every effort to do it and at least Absolutely. at the very least until the actual i don't know american israeli thai uh, prisoners are released hostages yes. are released right. uh, there's right. uh, there's no question there's no ceasefire until that occurs at the very least the glenn back program American Financing, NMLS, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This year is winding down and a new... We should have Jeffy on today. We haven't had Jeffy on in a while. We should. We get him in here. New year is right around the corner. You need to be asking yourself, what are your financial goals? What is it that you're doing to shore up your financial house? Where are the areas where you're saving money? And more importantly... Where are the areas where you're not saving money? If you're like a lot of Americans, the answer to that is debt. And things like high interest credit cards uh, are in the double digits. 
If you're a homeowner, you need to do something about it. Please give American Financing a call. In 10 minutes, they can do a free financial review that will show you what your options are. People are doing this and saving 700 bucks a month every single month. Imagine what you could do with 700 bucks extra a month. Imagine how much freer you would be about your financial situation. American uh, American Financing is America's home for home loans. And they've been helping people like you get off their financial burdens for, I don't know, for 20 years. Be the next person that they help by calling American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Glenn Beck, Stuper Gear, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. I mentioned uh, that there is a uh, there's a parody on the BBC out from uh, an Israeli comedy troupe. And it is, re- it's it's not, it's almost to the point where it's not satire anymore. That's how bad things have gotten. Is that uh, you try to do something funny and absurd, and it turns out that it's almost reality. Uh, but here was their mocking of the way the BBC has handled Hamas since this thing began. Good evening from London. 39 days after Hamas freedom fighters peacefully attacked Israel, we have now an exclusive interview with its leader, Yihye Sinwar. <laughs> yes, uh, good evening, like Rachel. Yeah. Good e- Let me just uh, correct you. Oh. There were also freedom rapists and freedom butchers. Of course, of course, I apologize. Mr. Sinwar, I understand that you are now working towards a ceasefire. Yes, uh, Rachel, you know me. Wherever there is fire, I say, let's seize it. <laughs> All we are saying is give ceasefire a chance. The fire must be seized. Yeah, the situation in Gaza is terrible, Rachel. All innocent civilians are running out of town. So we are left without protection. <laughs> With no human shield at all. So unfair. So, so unfair. unfair. And our mm-hmm. hospitals, Rachel, our, our, our schools all run out of rockets. <laughs> How are we supposed to kill Jews like this? I mean, with lectures. Actually, we've tried that one, didn't work. I plead to the world, we need a ceasefire. We are tired. We need a break. Don't forget, we started a day earlier than the Israeli. So a day earlier. unfair, so unfair. But I understand the Zionists refused to put down the weapons. Yes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine all we want is a little time to rearm before we continue to kill them and they won't let us. I'm sorry, Mr. Sinwar. I can't hear you. The, all this noise in the background. Yeah, I'm sorry, Rachel. There is a, there is a baby here. Could you please get him to be quiet? Yeah, I wish I could. Is not mine, and his mother is in Israel. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, okay, look, it's really hard to conduct an interview with this noisy kidnapped baby. Is he always like that? Oh, uh, at night, it's even worse, Rachel. <laughs> Every time we fire a rocket, he wakes up. Oh, no. I didn't have one good night sleep in a month. 
Wait, uh, are you telling me that there is an Israeli baby that's torturing you by sleep deprivation? <laughs> what? Yes! Occupying your house. I was. So unfair, so, so unfair. And the world does absolutely nothing about it. I really hope you'll get a ceasefire soon. Thank you so much, Mr. Sinwar. No, 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 no. Thank you, yeah, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. And now, please stay with us for a moment so of history. On this day in 1944, heartless Winston Churchill refused a ceasefire <laughs> and continued the genocidal attack on Nazi Germany. As we well know now, far more German civilians have died in the war which makes them the victims and Britain the war criminal. <laughs> That's that incredibly great? good. That's really good. Yeah. Wow, I feel like a lot of those pieces just, they have good points, but they don't actually hit the mark on the, on the right. comedy. That, right. that was really funny. Good points and good comedy. Well done, well yeah. produced. And it really does SNL make... SNL could learn a lot from that. Yeah, you know, yeah, no kidding. Gosh, and they would never mm. do that piece, no. even though it's blatantly obvious it no. should be done. That standard they outline at the end is is fascinating because it really does seem like that's how people think about it how many people have died in uh total mm -hmm. those people must be the good guys well that's yeah that was the situation yes. with the nazis right like that was they, they lots of nazi citizens died in world war ii yes they did that was uh yeah not the fault of the people uh in the allied powers that was because Adolf Hitler did a lot of really terrible things mm -hmm. and uh, needed to be needed that society to uh, end in its current form. And sort of the justification even back then was, well, look, I mean, yes, civilians are dying, but are they innocent? They put him in power in 1933. I mean, that was kind of the thought process. Yeah. If you're trying to justify it at all. And, you know, I don't know that you can. I mean, they didn't even try to justify things a lot back then. But um, but it was, of course, as everyone with in their right mind would acknowledge the right thing to do. Yes. For America and for the allied powers like you go, you have to destroy a society who's doing something like that. And of course, the scale mm -hmm. is different, obviously. But I mean, the impact on on Israel is massive. When you when you really project that out over the population percentage, it is one of the most devastating attacks we've really witnessed outside of you know genocidal type of you know rwanda type of situations i mean it yeah but it rises well above yeah. the percentage of you know 9 11 or any of the the, the what we, we've experienced in america it is percentage-wise way beyond yeah 9 what's the equivalent something like fifty thousand dead yeah. in america and that would mean yeah. what uh a hundred thousand injured I mean, can you imagine an attack like that? What would we do? i can't i can't imagine what it. would we do if that occurred in the united states i can't even i that's the thing and especially, you know, it goes beyond that in a way. The number is a bad number. It really mm -hmm. obviously is. But it goes beyond that. It's Imagine if 50,000 Americans were killed, not by a bomb, but by door-to-door -door rape and decapitation yeah. and putting oh living human beings in Jeez. ovens. Can you... I, I mean, think of how this media reacts when one troubled high school student mm. takes his dad's gun and goes and shoots people in a in a uh, school. We yeah. all react with horror appropriately for that. But I mean, the left wants to change all of society because of it every single time it occurs. Mm -hmm. Imagine if 50,000 people were 
murdered and raped and decapitated on, in one day by uh, Mexico coming across the border? Yeah. Imagine what we would do to that country in that scenario. And you're right. The, the personal touch of it, that they're right yeah. there physically, you know, doing this by hand. They're not dropping a bomb on you. That shows the extent of the hatred and visceral bloodlust. Yeah. Right? That's what that is. Yes. I mean, it is, uh, you know, it's it's like um, a horror movie, right? Like, you, you mm-hmm. know, it's terrifier, but in real life. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's one of the worst possible things that you can really imagine doing because it takes a person who who is not doing something like you think about the you know the nuclear bombs you know atom bomb going off in you know in japan mm-hmm. it's like well that was a decision made for strategic reasons and had there was obviously a lot of deep conflict within the the government about innocent civilians doing that but they determined cost benefit analysis what could happen down the in the future it was the appropriate thing to do mm-hmm. and i think it was but like that's there would never be a conversation about should we just go in there and rape all these people you know in the, no. in, the in the piece they no. they mentioned freedom rapists you know it's <laughs> there's never a justification freedom for that. butchers yeah as well we, so we look back at both uh, look back at our our <laughs> previous wars where we've had incidents where terrible things like that have been um per, uh done by individual soldiers or groups of soldiers you know always a very small 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 minority but there have been war crimes committed by americans individually in the past it's never been government policy to go in and rape as many people as you can it's never been government policy to go in and throw people in ovens right it's it was government policy in nazi germany pretty uh it's pretty central to their movement back in the day yeah very but I just can't, I mean, it is, there's a different level of this. And of course, that's why people are so emotional about it and, and partially why we're so interested in stopping it. You can't let a, you can't let a movement like that mm-hmm. grow. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you mentioned um, the extent of, the, of some of the absolute brutality. Do you remember when John Kerry did the Winter Soldier hearing? And I do. Uh, the things that he was saying, accusing U.S. troops of doing, and people went out of their minds over it uh, because they had supposedly uh, acted in a, re- in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan. And they they attached uh, electrical wires to people's genitals, turned up the power turned on them. Turned up the power. Shot cattle and dogs for fun. Foon stocks. <laughs> I, I forget what they did with the foon stocks, but it wasn't There's something good. bad with foon stocks. <laughs> John Kerry, so, yeah, and somehow he owes almost president of the United States. Think, think of where our country would have been if he actually had won. It would have been an absolute disgrace. And you think that's bad? Think about the guy who almost won in 2000, who oh, then geez. went on to create a network and sell it. Mm-hmm. to uh, people who were propagating the 9-11 attacks. Incredible. But don't worry, don't worry about that. Incredible. They had personally raised what they did. Cut off ears, cut off, right. ears, cut off heads, heads, taped wires from portable wires, telephones to human genitals to and turned up the power, cut off limbs, limbs. blown up bodies, mm-hmm. randomly shot at civilians, raised villages, villages in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan, Shot cattle and dogs for fun. Poisoned food stocks. Oh, that's what they did. They 
They poison, they poison food stocks. And generally ravage generally. the countryside of South Vietnam. Okay, so in 1972, that was shocking. That was Now, that stuff turned out not to be the case from U.S. soldiers. He'd heard that third and fourth hand, and it was from people who weren't even hadn't even been to Vietnam. Right, which is amazing. Uh, but people went out of their minds with that, and that's one of the things that caused the whole, okay, we got to get out of this. We got to stop this madness. It's not good for us. It's not good for them. It's not good for anybody. But now, it, you know, with the absolute evidence proof positive that this occurred from Hamas and they raped and they pillaged and they cut off heads in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan or worse and uh, people are still supporting the people who did that I know it's just hard to believe it's also hard to believe that that was 1972 yeah remind you again that that was a young John John Kerry Kerry coming back from the military also when Joe Biden got in the Senate (laughs) (laughs) more coming up uh, John Kelly's like, I can't believe the young people uh, they're allowing in. Uh, Legacy Box wants to uh, take your preservation of family history to the next level. And right now, with their Black Friday early access sale, you can convert each of your tape and film reels to digital for just nine bucks each. Friends and family are going to be gathering for the holidays, and that brings up memories of the past, moments you probably wish you could go back and re- relive. All those boxes of old, you know, Super 8 film or VHS tapes, you know, any slides you might have in the garage, they're going to go away. They're going to fade away. That that technology was not designed to last forever. Legacy Box can make them last forever. They digitize uh, over, you know, 15 other types of analog media so you can get your favorite memories saved forever. Time is running out for these old formats and it is running out for the huge Black Friday early access sale. Take action today. And be the historian your family needs. Relive the most important memories and take advantage of Legacy Box best sale of the year. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Beck to get early access to their Black Friday sale and get started digitizing your memories for as low as nine bucks a tape. It's over 60% off right now at LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Hopefully he returns on uh, on Monday. Um, did you see that uh, that Biden is going to skate from the from the classified document situation? There's going to be no charges. There. Of course, uh, we all is. saw that coming. Mm-hmm. But now it's official. They're not gonna they're not gonna charge him with any crime whatsoever. Of course, they're still going to go after Donald Trump on those charges. Um, Obviously, that's a completely different situation, right? He's running for the other party right. nomination. He's a Republican. He's a so Republican. You got to pursue that. You got to use the Republican rules, which would mean that he should be thrown out immediately. <laughs> that's like you know, it's like a, apparently George mm. Santos is the biggest focus of our media attention right now. Isn't where that Senator Menendez has no focus. Oh, nobody's no talking about that. It's one whole state away. My he's got the uh, pre- he's got the Senate. Instead of the, just a random wow. congressman who's been in office for a few months that no one knows right. other than this one scandal. Yeah. Again, like, I literally did not know George Santos's name until the media just started constantly saying it all the time. He's been in office for like a few weeks. And mm-hmm. Menendez has been in multiple scandals and no one seems to care at all. He's just going to stay there. He's going to stay forever. There's not going to be that. There was a few people that came out initially and said, I don't know. I think you should step down. And then everyone forgot about it. 
<laughs> and now amazing the governor of the state his wife is going to be running for senate we got to have the governor, but they're both going to be Murphys. <laughs> wow. And this is wow. one of the worst governors in America. It, it just highlights again the difference between the parties and how they're treated mm-hmm. and how justice is not equal here. And it's certainly not blind. Uh, and then, you know, you go back to the Eric Swalwell situation. Yeah. Sleeping with a Chinese spy for two years. Nothing ever happened to him. In fact, he's still indignant about others like the Sanchez thing. And... He's a guy who should maybe keep his mouth shut in all of this because, uh, I, I don't know, that should come up again. I mean, if he's going to start casting aspersions at others, maybe somebody needs to throw that out that, hey, weren't you with a Chinese spy for two years and you're trying to wreck my career? It's the double standard is really amazing. To be fair, if, if my social media feed is any indication, not a day goes by that Eric Swalwell is not reminded <laughs> That he slept with a Chinese spy. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, every time he says anything, the first comment under it is, didn't you sleep with a Chinese spy? <laughs> it's got nothing. You're like, I believe the appropriations that, bill is a, a pro, is a is a good effort at, and then the first one, hey, where's Fang Fang? <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's literally that and he farted on TV. It's the only two things people know about him. I forgot about the fart on he TV. He did fart on TV, Pat. He did. Yeah, he did. Which is worse, though? You know, probably the farting on TV, right? Apparently. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think. Because <laughs> if you fart on TV, even Fang Fang doesn't want to date you. And that's sad. Poor Eric. Ah, uh, poor Eric. Uh, man. All right. 888-900-3393. There's a lot more where this came from. I bet you can't wait. It's coming up.